Yeah. 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 That's in the show, isn't it? Nudity. Well, par- partial. partial, partial nudity. Partial. Don't get them too excited. Depending on <laughs> how the towel slips, or if mm. it slips, come close. Come close. Robbie Smith and Lana Barlow. Yes. Tell us about your show. Yeah, our show. Well, um, it's basically our year living in uh, a warehouse in North London. Our real life year. When you first moved over here? When we first moved over here. So it's the first place we lived. Well, we didn't. We lived in Putney for about four minutes. Um, And then, yeah, we found this warehouse in... Can we say where? North London. North London! And yeah, moved out a year later and wrote a show about it. And did you think at the time this will make great material? Did it have that sense when you were? Yeah, we thought it. We often said it to each other. We were like, "This is like too funny," or "This doesn't happen in real life." Um, But yeah, it wasn't until sort of towards the end that we started to take it seriously and contemplate it. So the show's called the. Worst little warehouse in London. Yes. There we go. Well done. And was it the worst? Do you think? Mm-hmm. I think the worst, worst slash best. Like, yeah. Because like the show celebrates that, doesn't it? It's yeah. About all these hilarious moments, but the fact that you got through it and well, it's just you've you've got so the story is obviously twelve people living under one roof, and then we we relive that year and we relive all those people, and I think any time you put twelve people together that didn't necessarily choose to be together, that are somewhat forced and obligated to get along. You then create a dynamic which is very interesting and you know more about people's kitchen habits, sleeping habits and bathroom habits than you care to know. So it's just manoeuvring through that and I think that makes for a very interesting set of stories. Mm. So within the show you play how many characters each? Well, we play ourselves, and then I think you play one more character, one character more than me. So you play six, and I play five. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And it's all singing, all that thing. Mm, it's pretty fast. It's very fast. With both of you on piano. Yeah. Showing those basic skills. Yeah. You are incredible. I've said Thanks. before when I saw the show, because I saw the show last year in Edinburgh. Yeah. And I've never seen a duo do that because at certain points you cross over each other. Mm. You're so synchronised. Yeah, thank you. Do you think that is just down to your skills or...? Uh, I think it's down to rehearsal, honestly. Um, We are skilled. You are skilled. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, it's... But does it help that you're a real life couple? I think it definitely helps because there's a lot of trust there. Yeah. There's a lot of trust that you don't have to like manufacture or learn. And when there's physical stuff, like there's no... If you're working with another actor, there's until you're really comfortable you know, getting in someone's physical space takes a it takes a while in the rehearsal room. Whereas for us, if you've already got that, those boundaries aren't exist. Get in there, face. It's not there. So, but creatively, mm. was that either of you that at certain points were more domineering than the other? Well, he sort of. I mean, he, he, him, <laughs> the man. 
Meryl over here, uh, kind of, uh, I guess, creates the shape or created the shape of it all. And um, what am I trying to say? And I sort of create the fluff. I don't know what that means. So I, I would. <laughs> that was a very fluff answer. <laughs> I would say that yes, I probably draw the outline, but the words you actually hear are probably from Lala's because mine are a bit dull. But I'll look at so form. You're a good and, shaper. Yeah. Good with form. And music's probably sits a bit more with me, but yeah. the lyrics are with you. Yeah. So it's. I guess we just use. We didn't. We didn't try to do it a certain way. It was just. This is okay. This is coming good to naturally to me. Yeah. And this is what I. And they just sort of managed to somehow complement. Did you have a clash? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because we're a couple, so we don't have any. Um, there's no filter. It's like no, that's shit. Whereas if you're in a room with someone else, you don't. You, you're going to be a bit more diplomatic. This. So, but that's where Sarah came in. So we had, we knew yeah. we so had Sarah, to, your director. Sarah's our director. We, we, needed her her. we needed her to not only give a you know an independent view, but also yeah. play relationship adjudicator and just side with somebody so we'd shut up. Yeah. And just you win. And she's the perfect. She's so kooky, and she's done so much of this cabaret kind of stuff that she just gets it and she has shaped it helped us yeah. shape it beautifully in a way that we couldn't and cut and it, cut it, it wasn't it would be like two hours long so no, no out out so now we have the 55 minute show that you saw amazing so I was going to watch so obviously last time I saw it was in Edinburgh last summer hmm. how has the show changed or have you done anything with it since then hmm. it hasn't really changed I don't think it would have changed much since no. you saw it um, it's gone it's done it's gotten around it's been a little slow. So it's been Edinburgh. a little slow. <laughs> you yes. went back to Australia yes mm. we did Mackay Queen, we did Queensland yeah mm. we did Adelaide Fringe Festival and then we just most recently did Melbourne Comedy Festival and now we're here. Hmm. And now, so tell us where you're going to be. Um, so first stop is, oh God, Salford in Manchester. No, it's not in Manchester. It's yeah, near, near Manchester. Manchester. Great Manchester. Um, and then Nottingham. And then next week we're at the King's Head from Tuesday to Sunday. And then you'll have to help me. And then we go to Portsmouth, Bristol, and finish off in Birmingham. There we go. That's a nice little tour. Is it? It feels nice. Yeah, some great little places. It's not too overwhelming. It's nice to actually do it. I mean, it's funny because we wrote it here, we did a workshop of it here, but we've never actually performed it in London. So mm -hmm. it's actually nice to actually finally get to tell the London story. And because here in London. I think you said this yesterday, everyone, people from London get it. Yeah. Or not just from London, but from the UK, they get it because it's it's every little idiosyncratic thing that you deal with as a Londoner, as a, you know. The exorbitant rents, so the strange people. You know all that quirkiness that is London, and people relate to it a lot better. Whereas in Australia, people are just uh, intrigued by these things that never happen in Australia. So it's just that difference in culture and experience. How they yes, what were the audiences like? Did you notice a strong difference between Scotland um, and Australia? Our Edinburgh audiences were wonderful. Yeah, and then I think yeah, Australia. It's just I mean. Most sort of middle-aged women over 40 or 50 have maybe been to London, but then a lot of people haven't. Yeah. So a lot of them know the tube, but they don't get it. They don't get the sweat in summer. They don't get the, the you know, people smashing you in the face with it, with your backpack. So it's, um, it's more of a fascination with it rather than, oh, ha, ha. I yeah, think Edinburgh audience has got the, the cleverer parts 
than compared to Australia. I think Australia went for the cheap gags, cheap gags. generally more yeah, than. Oh, nothing like a poo gag <laughs> in Australia. It goes down very well. Whereas Whereas in Edinburgh, they get the nuanced bits. Yeah, yeah. I think not always on side of poo. And how was it the experience <laughs> of Edinburgh? Would you do it again? Loved it. Yeah. Did yeah. you? It was yeah. exhausting. We saw. So you were there for the whole month. We, we yeah. were there for a month. We performed every day except one day, and then we also saw. I think I saw sixty shows, and you saw about fifty-seven. Oh. So we smashed it out, but only because it's like we might not ever do it again, yeah. and it was amazing. Amazing. But you were also self-producing, so you, you were hands-on, giving out flyers every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jug produced us up there. He's producing us here, but, but we were you know, still, yeah, yeah. Lots of time. The only way you can be successful in Edinburgh, and it doesn't matter where you are on the rung, is the harder you work, the the more audience more you will get, and it's and it's so evident. And people who don't follow that formula are the ones that say, you know, we only had three people in yesterday, and you go, well, you've got to go out and connect. It's yeah. a daily grind. There's no. Your word of mouth, like in any other city, will continue because everyone lives there, but it's so transient. People will come up from London for, like yourself, for two days and then come back. So yeah. you just have to start again and again every day. And it was a cute little venue. We loved, loved it. it. Loved it. Tell us more about it. It was a box. It was, it was a, a shipping, shipping container. container. But it was called The Box. And we were like, yeah, cool. And then we got there and we were like, it's a literal freaking box. Like, But it was awesome. It was so kitschy and cute and unassuming. And then once you're in there with, what, what did it say? 30 something. And it was just, and you're like, people are like right there. It was awesome. It was just, perfect. Yeah, you know, if you had a quiet Wednesday and everyone has a quiet Wednesday, it's not dire in there because you could have 20 people and it's not. You could have five people and yeah. it was like. <laughs> and it's okay, it's still warm and cozy. And you could have yeah. full house on Saturday and everyone sweats, but it's great. We all sweat. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so what can people expect from the show? How would you sum it up? Um, I'd say like nostalgia from whether you're like 50 or 20 or you're currently share housing or you did. There's a lot of very relatable nostalgia that will take you back to your share housing days. I think. Yeah, and it's an hour of um, music theatre parodies and quick lyrics, songs, piano playing. Um, and just, I believe it's funny. I think <laughs> I can almost say it's funny. No, but you could. Absolutely, yeah. it's, it's meant to be you funny. Have to say it's, it. not a, it's not a drama. <laughs> no. But I loved the musical theatre references because between the pair of you, you've probably done every show ever going. <laughs> <laughs> Legally Blonde, Hair, Rent, Rocky Horror, Wedding Singer, Avenue Q, Little Shop, Wicked, Mary Poppins, Gypsy, Chorus Line. So few. Just a few. It's a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You obviously, are you. Fanatics yourself, a musical well, theatre. Yes. Yeah, we are. We've grown up with it. We've got parents that loved it. We're just you know, immersed in it from a young age, and then studied it, and then now do it. So it's just yeah. it's a vocabulary. It. Yeah, it's just a, there's a vocabulary of of it that just exists. It obviously comes out in what we've created because we just we love it and we we get it and we yeah. Hmm. And then you've got much time to see. How long are you going to be in England this time now? Uh, sort of, we're over on this hemisphere about six weeks. So yep. we're going to try and see. I think we've got four or five nights to go and see some stuff. Is there anything on your wish list that you're going to try and get? Um, 
I, could, I really want to see Allergies. Because mm. really, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No. It's a really beautiful production. Yeah. Have you worked with Brian? No. I have. Have yeah, you? he did workshop with him. He did yeah. workshop with him. Well, good memory. I know. Yeah, well done. But Brian's from my neck of the woods, Middlesbrough. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'd like, yeah. So definitely that. Nice. What else? Come from away, maybe. Come from away, we've got C. Let's go to Australia. Amor. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that, you know, particularly new work or brave stuff doesn't always come to our, our shores because it's just the audience pool is so small. So, I mean, that's I think that's something we really miss from living here. So. Try and make the most All those off West End shows. Yeah. All of them. All of them. We don't get in the other hemisphere. And then what's next for you? Would, do you think you'd work again together creatively or has it put you off? I think we need a little break maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be like. Not Ross and Rachel. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just creative. Just creative. Right. Just, just in case that, that was you saying that. That yeah. was me breaking yeah. up. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, definitely do it more, but be nice, good, be nice to be just boyfriend-girlfriend again for a little bit. That's a compliment. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a couple of little videos, I think. Do you want to introduce what we're about to see? Yeah, so this is, we filmed this in London several years ago before we did the show. So this is a clip of um, Stuck On You, as we do in the show. Nice, so we'll leave it with that. But thank you both for coming down to chat. Thank you for having us. And I can't wait to watch the show again. Thank you. I'm stuck on you, like lint to a sweater, like a stamp to a mushy old love letter. Maybe I'm stuck on you. I'm stuck on you. Like moss to a tree down south Like peanut butter to the roof of your mouth Baby, I'm stuck on you Like blood on a band-aid, mud on a fender Like old guacamole to the blades of a blender Without you there, I'm not complete Like chewing gum under a theatre seat I'm stuck on you Like an amorous porcupine Like electrodes onto Frankenstein Baby, I'm stuck on you Though I'll admit my past is checkered, now my heart is true. Like a needle on a broken record. It's stuck on I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I'm stuck on you. Baby, I'm stuck on you. I'm stuck on you. Like a tube on a bowling jet, like a lead on a Maybe I'm stuck on you Like a too tight ring, like static bling Like a note in your throat when you try to sing Let's not fight it, why not toast it? I'm sticking to you like, like a great big post-it I'm stuck on you Like a sucker dog from hell Like a little bitty roach in a roach motel Maybe I'm stuck on you Like a barnacle Or a sticky wicked Like a windshield and Germany Cricket, I'm stuck, 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 stuck on you. Like a cockle burr, like crazy glue, like something you can't scrape off your shoe. I'm stuck, 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 stuck on you. 
this one I'll have to try my luck on Can't afford to pass the buck on You're stuck with me because I'm stuck with you Stuck on you. Five, six, seven, eight, stuck on you.